Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thank you very much, Chris. 248-539-9797. Uh, let's say good morning to Russ in Alpena. What's up, Russ? Hey, fellas. How's it going this morning? It's going good. great. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Appreciate it. Uh, so I stream you guys. Um I worked down in Detroit for many years. I stream you guys. I love your guys' show. Diehard Lions fan. Been a fan since 1985, the year I was born. And I got family that lives in the west end of the UP. And I have heard for years about how terrible the Lions are. And I just think the Matt Millen era, I think he wasted a lot of draft picks, you know, going out and picking up Mike Williams and Charles Rogers and them first-round picks when we could have been drafting O-line like, we drafted uh, Sewell there, you know, and build our line better to where our quarterback ain't laying on his back every time he goes to pass the ball. That's that's, that's a great point. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot you of know, receivers. But he did draft Calvin, too, though. Yes, he did. And some yep, people... and Calvin had a great career, but, he, I mean, he had no help. That's the thing. You know, there was no – it was Calvin Johnson against everybody. Right. I mean, that... like in Dallas, he caught the ball. He was triple covered and – I mean, Calvin Johnson was just a, a beast. I mean, the guy had a wingspan, like, unbelievable. Thanks for the call. The uh, yeah. the uh, the draft where they drafted Mike Williams, <laughs> they thought they were going to draft – everybody thought they were going to draft DeMarcus Ware, and they yeah. didn't. Well, back-to-back drafts, he selected Roy Williams at 7. Right. And Big Ben went at 11. Right. Because they just couldn't admit they were wrong about Joey. And then the next year – you know what they they took up? I, I think sometimes he doesn't get enough criticism for that. They talk about the, the defensive players that went after Mike Williams. Aaron Rodgers went twenty fourth in that draft. That's right, fourteen picks after Mike Williams. Aaron Rodgers was falling in the draft just like Mike Williams was. Again, what you couldn't admit that you were wrong taking Joey. He took receivers over Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Well, he took the receivers. <laughs> he took receivers three years in a row, and he took the wrong receiver with his first one. Right. We took Charles Rodgers, which everybody he, look, Charles Rodgers has a great. Although. Uh, his agent, Charles Rogers' agent, later told me they kind of suggested to the Lions not to take him because he'd be better off away from Detroit. family and friends and yeah. things but like the that. Old, the old story is is that he was they were going to take Ware, right? Or wasn't it? Demarcus Ware was Michael Williams. Was right, Mike Williams right? Right, right, right. That's what they were going to do, and then he changes right. Then he changes mind because Mike Williams was falling. Yeah, and nobody knew. Right. Well. He was so like, okay, fine, you're going to take that chance, but you never went out. The other falling player was Aaron Rodgers. That was a the biggest story going on live in that draft. Oh, I know. Was, when's he going to go? When people thought he might go two, 
I know. That was absolutely crazy. Uh, let's go to Paul in Detroit. You're 97 on the ticket. Yeah, um, my low point, I think, one, one of the lowest points for me with the Lions was when, when, they, when the Atlanta Falcons had Matt Ryan. I mean, he was playing, they drafted Matt Ryan, and the, his first pass, very first play from scrimmage, was a touchdown against the Detroit Lions. Yes, it was. That was just terrible, man. <laughs> uh, another point I want to make, too, is that when they drafted Eric Ebron, Odell Beckham Jr. and Aaron Donald were still on the board, man. Oh, I know. Could you imagine Aaron Donald lined up next to Dominican Sue or Odell Beckham lined up with Calvin Johnson? Yeah, or John's favorite player, who actually was a good player in the pros, Taylor Lewan. They, they should have taken too anybody, but yeah. Eric Ebron. You don't take a tight end then. <laughs> no, I mean it was whose in... scouting report was not the greatest hands in the world. That's the, <laughs> thing that was... the greatest thing about the Matt Ryan game, his first game. They, the Falcons were up twenty-one nothing twelve minutes into the game. Yeah, yeah. And the Lions I, made I a totally comeback. I think Roy Williams had like two yeah, touchdowns. They had come, to come yeah, they back. had that comeback. Stafford comeback. Yeah, but he wasn't on that team. But no, still. no. <laughs> I forgot about the Matt Ryan first. They all brought up the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. I mean, think about it. The Lions franchise could have been immunized like twenty years earlier. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, but here's the other thing. Who knows if Aaron Rodgers turns out to be the. The Aaron Rodgers that we know right now. I mean, he had the great benefit of sitting and getting seasoned under Brett Favre. Right. And and same thing with Jordan Love. Yes. Uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Like that. I, I keep going back to if I was going to draft a quarterback. Now, you don't always have this luxury, but if you want to have or give a quarterback the best opportunity at success. You follow what Green Bay has done yes. time and time and time again. But if you don't have that person there, then it's okay to throw them to the Wolves, I think, to a certain extent. See, I still, the Lions I still, did still with disagree. Staff, the Lions did with Stafford. We mentioned Matt Ryan. C.J. Stroud, yes. Bryce Young, no. I mean, there's... But Mahomes sat. Yeah. Didn't play till the last game of his rookie season. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's, 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 there's... there's I think there's more examples of it if it working out for quarterbacks that you thought might be good, but all of a sudden end up. I mean, look at the greatest quarterback of all time. Right. He he had to sit behind a quarterback for a, almost a year and a half, almost two years, and then came in and played, and then was able to take off. And he was able to sit yeah, there and I know, learn. But that's a completely different situation because we're. I'm talking about like a, a first completely round different pick. situation. He he. No, but he was a sixth round pick. He wasn't even. He was the third string quarterback to start, and, right? And you know, so I'm talking about when you draft a guy high in the first round, do you play him right away? Or I, do you I, yeah, I, I that, still that's, say so. I think a huge thing is: do you have a respectable pro quarterback ahead of him? Right, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to be Drew Bledsoe, somebody that good, right? You know, but somebody in front of them that does does it the right way. And I think that's what Alex Smith was for Mahomes, right? Aaron Rodgers would have had to sit behind Joey Harrington. I mean. <laughs> I mean, you really think his career would have kind of turned yeah, out the same? You want to see how Joey prepares your games? Yeah. I do think there's something to say about going through the process yes. like the yeah. first few weeks of the season. No doubt. Let it play out. Let, it, let <laughs> things play out a little bit. Before. Well, we'll I used that yesterday with, uh, I can't remember what we were talking about yesterday, off the air with something. Uh, yeah, but I'm glad. I still I'm... Uh, get those shirts. They'll sell like wildfire. <laughs> well, uh, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll see how it plays out Sunday when the Lions take on the San Francisco 49ers right now, and it's just Tuesday. Uh, Debo is 50-50. My yep. guess is he's going to play. It's the NFC Championship game. Uh, Stephen A. Smith on first take said, uh, the Lions will win this game if uh, Debo Samuel can't play. 
Uh, so we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, right, right. yeah, we got we got callers calling in. I know. Yes. Uh, Stephen A. Smith on 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 Debo Samuel, if you please. Wow. Look, he's quote unquote the cliche, the X factor, the Swiss, you know, the Swiss Army knife of offense. You don't know if he's going to run the ball in a reverse or go out and, and and be a receiver. He's a great player. Yeah, he and. The thing about it is he can line up in the backfield. He can line up in the slot. He can line up at the X, the Y, the Z. It doesn't matter. He can line up anywhere, and you can get him the ball any way that you like. And when he has the ball, he's a guy that runs angry. He's a guy that gets every single yard that he could possibly get. Now you take him out of the equation, and what do you have with this San Francisco offense? It's still pretty damn good. Yeah. You got Brandon Ayuk, you got George Kittle, you've got Christian McCaffrey, you've got Trent Williams at one of the best, if not the best tackle in the NFL still at his still age. Still have a great defense. Um, one of the best linebackers I've ever seen as a unit probably since, I don't know, the Ravens or the Bears. Yeah, and, and, I, and, I, and yes, I, I agree that their defense is very good. I, I do like that matchup with the Lions offensive line. Uh, right. But when you take Debo Samuel out of the equation offensively, it it when you look at them play in the games that they've had to play without him, it changes the chemistry that they play with on offense. And you look and you, and you say all those players that I just mentioned, they're still great players. And given any you know, given the guys there, if they were to start the season without Debo Samuel. I think they'd have a better chance of winning throughout the course of the year without him than they do now because they are they are very dependent on some of the opportunities that he provides, some of the distraction that he can provide this offense, and when they don't have it, it changes the chemistry that they play with. They He got injured Saturday, and they still won. So they can win games even though they were behind without him. And it actually helps the 49ers that he's – in preparation for this game rather than when he gets hurt during the game because Kyle Shanahan, being the offensive genius that he allegedly is, has a week to prepare his offense without him. And yeah, but you you go into games and, and you you don't have a, an entire game plan no. for without Christian McCaffrey or without Ayuk or without George Kittle, but you do go in and you plan for the worst. Hope for the best, you plan right. for the worst. So if 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 Kittle were going to, to go down, I guarantee you Kyle Shanahan has a whole list of plays and a, and and a, and a game plan, not extensive, but there right. is one to 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 continue without Kittle, right. to continue without Purdy, to continue without Christian McCaffrey, and certainly without uh, Debo Samuel. And we'll ask Dan Campbell: Is it easier to? Pre- I mean, look, they, he's going to say we're preparing that he's going to play, but is it easier to prepare for the defense? Not knowing whether he's going to play or not, do you have to have two different defenses, so to speak? Yeah, I, I, I will ask him. Yeah. All right, our telephone number two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Two Grand Slam coming up at 725. Peter King at 735. Dan Campbell at 802. The telephone number is 248-539-9797. Ford Field will be hosting a watch party on Sunday, the Lions uh, 49ers game, the NFC Championship game, and uh, it's sold out? Yeah, sold out uh, within whole, a few hours. Yeah, lower bowl. They lower didn't, bowl, yeah. They it didn't, wasn't 65,000, about 20,000. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that, but that that's a hell of a turnout. I wonder if they could have sold that whole thing. I would think maybe. It wouldn't be amazing because we obviously we talked about it yesterday. We've seen it at you know at different venues mm-hmm. that are a little bit smaller, the Palace, right, um, and and the Joe. But it, it, you're not talking about selling sixty five thousand seats. No, you're talking about eighteen twenty thousand. And now all of a sudden, with a matter of hours, they sell out to twenty. I wonder if they'll open up the Some next more. bowl. Yeah, just see. Hey, what? Well, let's see what happens. Yes, and the, um, a lot of the proceeds goes to charity. Ch- to charity, yeah. yeah. Um, but it'll be, I'm curious if, if you've, if you've got tickets, um, you know, first of all, why, are, why are you going to Ford field yeah. versus maybe a local establishment where you're still going to get the, the group experience, Yes, but maybe not as, as grand as it is at Ford field, because mm-hmm. it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be game atmosphere. No, it'd still be pretty cool. I'm, yeah. I'm just curious as, as to why somebody would do that or versus watching it at home. Or let me ask you a question. If your daughters said, uh, and Jack too, but the, your older daughter said, yep. Dad, let's go to Ford Field and watch the, the game. What would you tell them? I said, go for it. <laughs> with me, with you, Dad, though. I want to watch the game with you. It's the biggest yes. game, a pro game I've ever seen. I want to go with you. Let's yeah. go to Ford Field. All right. Yeah. Well, if you do, I'm I'm here. You can watch it with me. Yeah. That's well, pretty- maybe you could go. You could go to the booth and and get a better view of it, like on your own personal screen or something, and like that way you could, you know, keep an eye on the kids like you did at the concert. Uh, yes, yes, I could look down, Detail, see see what yeah. they're on. Yes, yes, yes. Be the the over over their shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and I I understand people enjoy it. I just to me watching a huge game like that while it seems like a lot of fun. I've never been wanting to do that, whether it was at the Palace or Joe Louis Arena. I'd rather watch it, not even in a bar, either at home or somebody's house yeah. with a few people. To me, it's more enjoyable. See, that I, way. I did it for Palace Vision '89 and '90, and it was yeah. a lot of fun. I was also 16 and 17 years old, yes. right? And then I did it '95 when the Devils uh, Game Three 
when they were already up 2-0. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't done it since. I think it is a younger person's thing for the most Absolutely. part. But people also want to be together. I mean, imagine the celebration and how much fun that'll be. Oh, yeah. Uh, if they win. You know, most people aren't like us looking at the clock saying, oh, my gosh, it's 1030. It's 11 o'clock. It's 1130. <laughs> They're going to the Super Bowl. Yes. We got to get yes. up in four hours. I got to go. I got to be on the air. I mean, in I still contend. Minutes. I'll say this right now. A lot of people will not work next week. If oh, they, no. If they if win. They win I mean, and, and so here's the other thing, too, is is you're going to get, you know, advanced notice of, of being downtown. Like if you're at, I don't know if that's wrong words to use, but you're going to be there when it happens. Mm-hmm. Because I do believe if if that happens, and the Lions win an NFC championship, they're going to the Super Bowl, how many people are going to take off and go downtown to party on, on Sunday night after the game? I don't know how many people are going to do that if, who aren't already there. Because it's 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I don't know. People uh, but the whole thing was, was that yeah. it is interesting because yeah. it's always been said around here, even if they just reach the Super Bowl, the celebration is oh. going to be ridiculous. Oh, it's oh, going to be crazy. But is it going to be instantaneous? Yes. Is, are people right. going to do stuff? You oh, know? The, right. The people who are at Ford Field, if they will, let's say it's a game-winning field goal, uh, people are going to go crazy. They'll be running out of the streets from Ford I don't know how many people are going to just get in their car, you know, wherever I live, you know, wind go. that, yeah, you know, go wherever. Celebrate. Let's go downtown. I don't know. I think Royal Oak would probably, you know, those in you know, places places like that will get crazy. I don't know. I mean, Sunday night's also a tougher night for some people. I don't know. Yeah, but I think you you're going to predetermine. Okay, I mean, if they win, the celebration's on, and yeah. I'm not going to work. This, this is going to be I, a celebration for two weeks. I, I, I love people taking the day off already. Like I wonder if people are just saying, "All right, I need to take yeah, the it's a late personal game. day." I mean, thank goodness it starts at six thirty, yeah. so it'll be done by ten. And right. you know, for us. Getting up on Monday morning, it's not quite the the task that it is if it doesn't start until eight or eight thirty. I might be sleeping here because I'm on the air till what one? Yeah, yeah. Oh well, well if that yeah, happens, I'm definitely too. coming. I mean, in. Nobody's going to be working around here besides us. Yeah, that's true. And on Monday, it's oh, that's normal. Though. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm, if you're sleeping here, I'm definitely coming in to mess with you. Oh. I'll come in at one o'clock just for that reason. Yeah, sure. Our telephone number is two four eight. You'll mess with me. You won't. It won't be some, a one. It'll be I like at four thirty. No, I got some great ones I could play on you. Okay. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Let's win some money. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, your chance to win two thousand dollars. We will ask you ten questions. Within sixty seconds, you get them all right, or the contestant will get them all right. Wins two thousand dollars. Uh, $25 for each correct response. Uh, We won't tell you if you got it right or wrong. If you don't know, we highly suggest you pass and go back and try to get it on the rebound, which people have done. They've made a lot of money. All right. Let's find our contestant. Let's see. Let's go to uh, this guy. John and Troy. What's up, John? John? John, you there? John. John, This is your chance at $2,000. John. John, John's phone went away. I'm going to disconnect that line. So we do have an open line because John, John was not paying attention. I know. John, the, was, John was too busy. John was calling his bosses for Monday to tell him he's, if the Lions win, he's <laughs> Yeah, he's I'm not, partying. I'm not, not coming he, in. He, he's, he's, he's done. Yeah, yes. yeah we spent that money before he had it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm going to win two grand here. I'm going to party oh. Monday morning, and uh, I'm not coming in. He's probably, you know, driving under a... <laughs> Maybe he's driving through the, the Windsor the, the tunnel <laughs> yeah. and his lost reception. I don't know. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, there's he, nothing that says you have to is be he back. Oh, he's back! Wow. Oh. Well, John, 
What's going on? What happened? Oh, sorry. Sorry. That's Bad a... reception here in Bloomfield Hills. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, you oh. know, you got to get into a, a, a richer area. <laughs> <laughs> What's Bluefield, maybe? Yeah. No, no. I wish. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. must be. You must be near the castle. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's sucking yeah. all yes. of the uh, cell yeah. phone West, uh, waves. West Bluefield's little Bluefield is little brother. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Here we go, John. You know the rules. Yes, sir. All right. Here we go. We'll ask you ten questions. Get them all right. You win two thousand dollars. Are you ready, John? I am ready. All right, good luck. Where did Brock Purdy play in college? Pass. Where did Christian McCaffrey play in college? Stanford. He played the villain Gore, the God Butcher in Thor, Love, and Thunder. Jeff Daniels. What is 12 times 6? 72. Who leads the NFL in postseason passing yardage thus far? Jared Goff. Where did Lamar Jackson play in college? Louisville. This band had the 2004 hit Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Pass. Doug Doug McDaniel plays for this college basketball team. Purdue. What is the smallest ocean in the world? Atlantic. No, you got three correct. Three correct. That's yeah. seventy-five, 75 dollars. Yeah. Uh, your reception probably wasn't good there either. <laughs> no, it was not good. No, that's okay. It was not. You hey, know, seventy-five it's bucks is more good. than you had when you before you called in. That's right. Now go to new phone. That's yeah. correct. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Absolutely. John. We appreciate Thanks, the listenership John. and uh, yeah. go Lions, John. All right. Here's what uh, John did not get. Uh, Brock Purdy played at Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Bale played uh, the villain Gore, the God Butcher yeah, in Thor, Love, and Thunder. No idea. Um, <laughs> me neither. Uh, Baker Mayfield leads the NFL in postseason passing yardage so far. Uh, I don't think that will last no, anymore. No, not past this week. But, uh, yeah. uh, Big and Rich oh, yeah. had the 2004 hit Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. And Doug McDaniel, not McDonald as I started to say, uh, plays for the University of Michigan right now only at home games. Yes. And the smallest ocean in the world is not the Atlantic. It's it is the, the Arctic. Arctic. Yes. yes. And the Two Grand Slam brought to you each and every Tuesday by the great folks at Femininio Law. I ran into David at the game on uh, Sunday. Cool dude. Yeah. And we thank you for your support of the Two Grand Slam Tuesday edition. Coming up next, it's Peter King, 97 won the ticket. Dan Campbell will join us at 802. Right now on the line is NFL insider Peter King. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too. Good morning, Peter. How are you? Hey, good morning. I'm doing well. Can I give you a little scene into my life this morning? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So here it is. It's Tuesday morning, five days before the NFC championship game, which I'll be attending. And I'm sitting here. I just finished my bowl of oatmeal that I have every morning. I had a huge steaming cup of coffee. I'm flipping through the Wall Street Journal. We get that delivered. And I get to whatever, page 14, and there is a headline in the Wall Street Journal. Now, this is the Wall Street Journal. This is not the Detroit News. And it says, 
the Detroit Lions are a Super Bowl threat. And I thought to myself, A, what kind of alternate universe are we all living in yeah. right now? Yeah. And B, and B, I'm going to be on the radio in Detroit, and I've got to tell them, hey, people are noticing. Huh. They're really, really noticing, and I just think it's kind of cool. I, I, that was going to be my first question, because you travel around, and we're getting the perception from people. It's, they, they are. I saw the, the banner of the New York Post yesterday. Uh, they are America's team, unless you have another dog in the fight. Yeah. The United States of America is rooting behind Dan Campbell. No, no question about it. I mean, look, I stood with him, whatever now, nine days ago, eight days ago after that game. And I reminded him of the bite the kneecap speech and gave him a chance to sort of laugh about it, chuckle about it. And he did. But he basically said, I meant every word I said. We, you know, this is Detroit. We have to fight harder than other people do. We just do. And um, I think I think what he has done there, you know, in basically infusing a team and a franchise and a city with confidence is just a tremendous achievement. I think the one other thing, and look, I know you guys are on this 24-7, and I'm sure yes. that it has been emphasized, but this job that Brad Holmes has done is unbelievably good look at this roster and look at the draft choices look at the guys who are making plays every single this is not just an Aiden Hutchinson hey man it's good thing the Jaguars passed on Aiden Hutchinson well of course it is but I mean it's it's all throughout the roster and so I look at it and you know from his first Grand Slam when he picked Amon Ross St. Brown as the 17th wide receiver in the draft. I mean, to me, there's I, I, Dan Campbell absolutely unequivocally deserves, uh, you know, a huge uh, pat on the back. But Brad Holmes, what a job he has done. Yeah, as an offensive lineman, I'd, I'd probably even go earlier than that and say Penny Sewell um, in regards to <laughs> yeah, his, his yeah. draft and, and the way that he has played. I mean, he was dominant um, in this past game against Tampa. But you mentioned the alternate universe that we all feel like we're living in. And for Lions fans that that are struggling to grasp with what reality is, what type of substance can you provide them to say that this is real, that this is actually happening, that there is a chance that they could beat the 49ers and go to the Super Bowl? Oh, absolutely there is a chance, especially, look, again, nobody roots for an injury, but uh, I certainly never do. I don't know if anybody else does, but, um, to have Debo Samuel not be 100% in this game on Sunday is an absolutely gigantic uh, factor in this game. Um, and, and, and I think that regardless of who is on the other side right now at this moment, you know, if the, if the Lions play well, they can beat anybody right now. I mean anybody. They can beat Mahomes. They can beat the Ravens. They can beat the 49ers. And I think part of what I'm seeing right now is is exactly what Dan Campbell said this, I don't know, two, three weeks ago. Hey, you know, <clears throat> these people who are going to say, hey, we're building 
and maybe we're not there yet, but we're building and, and we're going to be good for a long time. And next year, the year after we'll be at our peak or whatever. That, that's, that's all nonsense when people talk about that in the NFL, because you never know. Dan Marino, everybody in year two, I remember I was at that Super Bowl and everybody after that game, Palo Alto, California, after Montana beat Marino in Marino's second year, oh, you'll be back. You'll be back five times. Dan Marino never got back. So the Lions right now are on the doorstep. And I'm not saying that the year is a failure if they lose to the Niners, but what I am saying is, Take advantage of your opportunity and play the best game you can because there is no guarantee, none whatsoever, that you'll be back again next year. You were, I know you were in, in, in Baltimore. Everybody kind of, you know, hoping Lamar Jackson has some playoff success. He certainly did in the second half. Uh, they seem to be on paper the best team in, in football. Can they beat, will they beat Mahomes uh, at home on Sunday? Well, you know, uh, as I think about this game, uh, I just abs- I think it's absolutely a coin flip. There's a couple of factors. Number one, home field means nothing to Patrick Mahomes. Nothing. Zero. Uh, and I know that everybody in Baltimore, this is the first time the city of Baltimore has hosted the AFC championship game since the first AFC championship game. When the NFL and AFL merged in 1970, that season, John Madden brought his Raiders to Memorial Stadium in Baltimore, and uh, and the and the the Baltimore Colts knocked them off. They have not hosted a championship game since then. So obviously, there's a lot of pent up excitement in that city. But I can just say that there are not many places that are harder to play than Buffalo. I mean, I talked to Andy Reid after the game, and he just could not stop talking about what an incredible atmosphere it was and how loud and how great it was for the NFL to have an environment like that. It's like it's not maybe quite as intense as in Detroit because that is just a totally different experience. But I do think that first of all, home field doesn't mean a lot. Secondly, though, and this is this is significant, this will be the best defense that Mahomes is going to have to beat on his way to the Super Bowl. And that counts for something at this time of year. The Ravens are relatively healthy. They have the guy who Kevin Stefanski earlier in the year told me was the NFL's Victor Wembenyama, Kyle Hamilton, the safety who – when he's out there, sometimes looks like he's all arms and legs and make plays everywhere. <clears throat> I kind of like Kansas City just because I just – it's like in Mahomes we trust. But I think right now Baltimore is really playing – the second half of that game, they're playing at a height that they haven't been to in a long, long time. So – I think I think this is going to be a great football game. I'll take Kansas City, but not very confidently. Um, insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentlemen's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus twenty four seven moisturization because men have skin too. You were at the you were in Buffalo, correct? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, how yeah. come? How come you didn't pull, take your shirt? We didn't see you taking your shirt off looking for Taylor Swift like <laughs> Jason Kelsey did. That was unbelievable. <laughs> that was that was an amazing thing. After the game, uh, it, it, sometimes doing things in very very crowded locker rooms is kind of tough. And Travis Kelsey was not going to talk to the press, not because he's mad at the press, but because his family was at the game. Taylor Swift was at the game. His brother is, I mean, everybody is at the game. And he wanted to spend 10 minutes with him before he had to get on the bus to <clears throat> go to the airport. So he was like, he was hurrying, packing his stuff. And look, I know uh, Travis Kelsey. So I just stood there and he wasn't going to talk to the press. And I stood there sort of off to the side not having my notebook out, just like I was going to converse with him. And he was okay with that. So I said to him, do you have any idea what your brother did at this game? He said, yeah, somebody just told me. One of the reporters just told me. And I said, you know, I'm just telling you, you know what that is? That is the Great Lakes in us. We are uh, we, we are not like other people in terms <laughs> of celebrating, partying, everything like that. The cold doesn't bother us. And he just sort of went on this sort of long and funny riff, and and I just said, well, you know, wait until you uh, wait until you see some of these shots, some of this video. So, but I, I think I think what is so interesting about this postseason is that these two games on Sunday, first of all, you know, it's almost like Ford Field is the twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth man on the field for the lions it's such a factor in the game and 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 buffalo you know if i could if i could just give you one other window into my life the other day when you're in buffalo and you have to leave the press box and get to the locker rooms you have to walk through the fans to get there it's a rare thing you in in most stadiums you get on an elevator you take the stairs and you just go down to the locker rooms but here you have to walk outside, and then you have to go back in in this tunnel where uh, the locker rooms are in, in Buffalo. And I have not heard an angrier, more pissed-off crowd huh. after a game than I had ever heard, than I heard on Sunday night. That was a seething mass <laughs> of angry people, angry at everything. And one guy screamed, you know, it's like this every year. And and you just hear, you heard a bunch of things like that. And so it is such football as a hold on our society. It really does. You see the TV ratings. It's absolutely crazy. But if those two environments on Sunday in Detroit and then in Buffalo, you just can't get more intense and more passionate passionate people at the games I think than you had at those two venues. Because we're Great Lakes people. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, we've got about 60 seconds. Um, what are you hearing in regards to Jim Harbaugh and the prospects of him leaving Michigan and landing a gig in the NFL? I, I, I don't have anything inside except for one thing. Okay. So I got a phone call on Sunday before I wrote, and uh, it was from somebody who knows Arthur Blank well, and he just wanted to 
sort of put me on notice. Uh, and he told me basically in so many words, look, Bill Belichick does not have this job. Not saying he's not getting this job, but we're bringing Harbaugh in for a second visit and we like some other coaches too. And I, and I got the, I got the telepathy in that phone call that Bill Belichick's not getting a job. Now, who knows? Maybe he will. I don't know. But I think right now that you've talked to Belichick twice, and yet you still want to bring Jim Harbaugh back and talk to him about your job. In the first place, look, I think he's getting a charger job. I just do. Until proven otherwise, he's the leader in the clubhouse there. But – the Falcons absolutely have interest in Jim Harbaugh. Peter, thanks a lot as always. We will talk to you next week. Uh, enjoy San Francisco. Thanks a lot, guys. Really appreciate it. All right. That's uh, Peter King, our Odyssey NFL insider. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too. Dan Campbell will join us at 802. Hey, your New Year's resolution is to lose weight. And now you can get there faster than you think with Ideal You. Go to idealu.us now and you could lose 20 pounds in just 30 days. Whether your resolution is to lose 10 pounds or 100 pounds, Ideal You works and it works fast. I lost 10 pounds in the first 10 days and I lost 60 pounds overall and I got to eat real food. That's how I've been able to keep it off. I'm two years in, a little more than two years in now, and I've been able to keep it all off. No shakes or bars, no tricks, no potions. Plus, you're going to get a weight loss coach that works with you every step of the way. Your coach is going to help you lose weight. They're going to help you keep it off. Go to idealu.us right now and sign up for a free body composition analysis. That's $150 value, absolutely free. Here's what you're going to get. You're going to get a stat sheet. It's going to tell you what your visceral fat percentage is, your water weight, your muscle mass, bone mass, all of that. You're going to get that stat sheet, and you're going to they're going to coach you up to teach you what to do with it and what it means. Best of all, you're going to find out how easy it is to lose weight. Picture yourself 20 or 30 pounds lighter in just 30 days. Now's the time to make it happen. Go to idealu.us. That's idealu.us. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 248-539-9797. We didn't get to talk to Peter King about the coaching situation that did uh, get wrapped up. Brian Callahan, the yep. offensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals, will be the new coach of the Tennessee Titans. It always seems, not not every time, but when you have a defensive head coach that you let go, you hire an offensive coach and, and, and vice versa. Well, especially the league seems to be so tilted offensively that offensive yep. coordinators seem to get uh, more head better. coaching opportunities. Exactly. And uh, you might remember Brian Callahan. He was a quarterback coach here for a few years uh, when Stafford was here. Yes. So. Very highly respected, going to Tennessee. Still nothing on Vrabel. I, I think I think the Charger job might be the battle between Michigan and Ohio State for that. I mean, Vrabel and Harbaugh. Harbaugh. It could be. It's it's gonna be interesting because I mean, we haven't heard much about Seattle. 
Um, right. You know, and, and, and just who might be going there for a while there. It felt like Vrabel was the front runner for that one. Yeah. Um, and it's really going to come down. I think it's going to come down to what, who's the first domino to fall. Is it Vrabel or is it Belichick? I think those are the two that once that happens, then everything else will follow after that. I don't think Jim Harbaugh is going to be the first one uh, to to sign with a team. In fact, I still think he's back in Ann Arbor. You could be right. Like we said, we have no idea what, what's no. going on. The only person who knows are, is him and members of his inner circle. And he's, I'm not even sure that he knows. Yeah. Like I mean, I think he's testing the waters, and, and he knows what he's got in Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I don't know that he knows that or that he's made a decision definitively. Like if I get offered this job, I'm going. I think there's still debate going on in in his own mind. So he Peter Peter King mentioned the Falcons there with Belichick and all that. Mm-hmm. You know the Falcons' two biggest losses under Arthur Blanker to Belichick and Harbaugh. That's right. He probably wants to get well, at least one of them. Yeah, you would think. Although I think what Mike McDonald's getting a second interview with Atlanta too. Oh, is or he? at least one interview. Yeah. Him and another uh, assistant with the Ravens. You just go back to the Titans, though, and look, Brian Callahan might work out, but if I'm a fan of them, I, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, how does my leadership, my ownership, think that Brian Callahan is a better football coach than Mike Vrabel? I just don't. I, 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 I think it was. I can't. A, I think it was a personality. I think it was a personality conflict between the new general manager. That's I, what I think. Well, but good. I have no and, idea. And I know. What's he? Do? But I mean, but again, it's ownership. It's if, you're, if your question right. is ownership, how right. does you, how do how do you hire a guy, and then and like you said, is is Callahan going to be a net positive versus Mike Vrabel? Right. And and I don't think so. But and maybe it could just be you never want to make a change just to make a change. But if things had gotten stale there under Vrabel, doesn't mean that they you know that that Mike Vrabel is stale. Right. It just mm-hmm. means that maybe he just needs to go somewhere else. Maybe they wanted a, a quote-unquote quarterback whisperer, so to speak, to work with Will Levis. It's possible. Maybe yeah. that's the answer. I don't know. But it look, we, we I wouldn't say fell in love, but we, when we when the Lions were trying to get a head coach before before, before Patricia, yeah. and we had uh, John was, McClain, the, uh, I believe was his name, the longtime Houston Chronicle Texans beat writer. He did the Oilers before that. Anyway, and he told us all these great things about Vrabel, and Gov and I were like, that's who we want. That's who we want. Yeah, Vrabel seemed to be the guy, and they went with Patricia, which was a popular pick. At the time. Know, at the time, yeah. You know, everybody, the, the whole Belichick tree was not completely torn down by then. <laughs> he, he, he brought it down like an ice storm. Oh, yeah. Yes. All yeah. right. Uh, Dan Campbell scheduled to join us at 8.02. Ladies and gentlemen, he is Chris Falar. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.